0: You're tuned in to Fork Podcast. This week's guest is Olivier Day, creator and host of Awaken the Awesome Podcast. He talks about his startup, his personal challenges, and focusing on daily wins.
1: I realized at some point where I could try as much as I can to feel sorry for myself, but the one thing is not going to change. If I don't do something about it, I'm just going to be in the same place tomorrow and the next week and the next year. So what are you going to do about it?
0: Olivier, welcome
1: to Fork Podcast. Sean, thanks so much for having me. Uh, it is a great it's a pleasure and a thrill you know the way the universe works you know when you just say yes and uh we have to give a shout out to christopher didion uh-huh. for uh connecting us and Absolutely. you know this is what happens you know one relationship leads to another that's not just networking but that's how human interactions work you know we haven't known each other that much but the second that we connected it's definitely there's definitely a kinship there so i just
0: want to say a very heartfelt thank you thanks for having me hey man my pleasure and Olivier Day it's like you're you're already famous with a name like that right it's a it's like a star's name do you, do you do you think that's a thing like names play into people and how they behave and it does it does
1: and depends on how you um, you approach it you basically it's all always about how you own yourself and how you project yourself because it's all about how you go about you know interacting with the world think about some if I just punch out a name right there if I say George Strombolopoulos You can't make a name last name like that up, but the second hell, I
0: can't even say it. (laughs) Stramopoulos,
1: love that guy. Used to be on. uh, I'm not sure if he's still on CBC. I remember, uh, but uh, definitely he's a terrific personality and like you know so approachable. I used to watch his show all the time. Not sure what he's doing right now, but wait a second, how old are you? Me, thirty-eight. Yeah. Oh really? You look younger.
0: You look younger. I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I
1: actually thought I actually. Some people actually tell me I look older. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thirty-eight. All right.
0: So Olivier Day, you are the host of "Awaken the Awesome" podcast. It's
1: been it's been a two year journey so far. It's been a lot of fun. A lot uh, of fun. It's nice to meet another podcaster, like you know somebody who understands you know what you're going through. So that's also a really big opening into the universe as well, because you understand that there's such a community around this little thing that's just called podcasting and whatever that means for some people. But it's it's a, it's a real thrill. It's a lot of fun. Lot so of fun. if
0: we do this right, are you going to help us to awaken our awesome?
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the idea behind it because there's there's a greater purpose behind it. It's all about connecting. And as I always like to say, it's not even a tagline, something I really do believe that we're all in this together. Um, when people reach out to me, when people DM me or little comments or everything, that's not why we do it. It's not why we don't do it for the likes or the listen. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's really about, you know, How can your own journey, you know, um, serve as an example or it's not just being about, you know, just being a role model. But listen, you can't you're not such a special snowflake that you're the only person who's been through whatever you're going through. There's always someone to your left or to your right. Think about a gym. You know, you're in the personal training field. It's like, you know, somebody can do two push ups. The other person can do 60. You're where you're supposed to be at this very moment, depending on your growth or your journey or your objective. That's what that's all what I'm
0: about. Yeah, I truly believe what you just said, that um, no matter what you're going through, there's other people who've gone through it too. And and that was really what got me into Fork Podcast, was I wanted to find people who had been through certain situations and and share that, you know, forks in the road. And, mm-hmm. and I wanted them to share that with other people so that they could not feel so alone in what they were going through and and perhaps use some of the advice and experiences of the people going through what they're going through and and hopefully move on from there and where did you um how did you come up with the name
1: it's it's a two it's it's a two part story if you will um uh, the first part because it wasn't my first podcast uh the first podcast was actually called the daylight website podcast because in a, in a in a previous life as i like to say I used to be a, you know, a photographer I used to do a lot of photography back in the day and so i started writing blogs and like you know interviewing friends because i've got a lot of photographers friends here in montreal so i also like to write because um, i also have background in communications and copywriting and stuff um, so just for fun, I started interviewing, like creating interviews and written interviews for friends. And, uh, it actually grew where some of them suggested, like, you know, these are so cool. Why don't you reach out to, you know, other photographers, like, you know, just broaden your scope, which I did. And, um, uh, eventually one thing led to another and I actually reached out to a photographer, let's call him superstar. Um, he actually became a good friend and a mentor, uh, David Esquire. Um, and, uh, I really have to thank him for this. And uh, when I sent out the pictures, he was like, dude, you should actually make this a podcast because like, you know, can we do this like an audio version? This is so cool. Again, about saying yes to the universe. And I was like, "Okay, I have no idea how you put out a podcast. I know what podcasts are, um, but I'm like, how do you do this? But again, he was so supportive and adamant, like, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. So we did. And one thing led to another. So that created about 14 episodes. um, But that's where. The first thing happened where you realize that, okay, you may like something, but are you passionate enough about it to keep it going? Mm-hmm. You know, this is where we're going to get into the the, the, the p- topic of consistency and commitment. Mm-hmm. I like photography. I like taking pictures. I like, you know, just going out and doing on photo walks. But do I enjoy photography enough to actually sit every single week and make an episode about it? Answer was no. That's what we're talking about. Authenticity. So again, with other things going on in my life, had to basically shelve that and, um, afterwards dark chapter um in my life a lot of things were going on just had a new baby bought a new house new job new career a lot of things uh you know just typically like you know if you're looking at the bank account everything was going great (laughs) but in terms of personally speaking a lot of dark clouds um you know uh, my marriage was testy um you know just uh, insecurities and fatherhood really tired on the outside i was just like yeah Great. Like, you know, it's just because I've always been very much about the people around me. And I'm like, you know, no, you're fine. like, Dude, stay awesome. It's always been my tagline. You're okay. And always the person that a lot of people are reaching out to. But I felt like a fraud because inside, a lot of things were not going well. Basically, like, you know, my car castle was really falling down, falling apart. So um, I had lost my job. My son was born. And uh, I had a couple of weeks left on paternity leave. So How how long ago was this? uh, This was about, what, my son's three. Yeah, about three or four years ago. Yeah, and um, basically, I de- definitely remember just staying at home, and you know, my wife was working, so I went home, just taking care of the baby and stuff, and uh, just sitting and just not really liking much of myself. Like thinking about, I left my wife down, I left my da- my kids down, like my good father, my good employee. How did I lose my job? How did this happen? How did I let myself down? And like, how do I keep telling people to stay awesome when I'm not awesome myself? And a lot of toxic internal dialogue. And I realized at some point where um, I could try as much as I can to feel sorry for myself, but the one thing is not gonna change. If I don't do something about it, I'm just gonna be in the same place tomorrow and the next week and the next year. So, what are you gonna do about it? Okay, let's just pick ourselves up. Let's just try to take one step. What can we do now? What can we take care of in terms of basic? Okay, can we wake up tomorrow and try to look for another job can we wake up wake up tomorrow and try not to feel so negative can we try to restructure or try to what can we do can we not sit here and wallow in self-pity can we consider can we love ourselves more and try to try to build can we not try to be perfect can we try to this is just me having personal conversations with myself and in this process I realized that I can't be the only one going through this So I'm like you know what let this be my journey, my own personal audio journal, if you will, awakening myself, because I believe that I've always talked about awesomeness of the self. And I'm like, you know what, let's reawaken, let's awaken this that's within us. That's
0: the basic story. Long
1: ass answer. I apologize. No, no, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> Listen, I think it's valuable because what you just explained is not rare, as, as you said before, what you're going through. Many, many, many people have gone through it as well, but. I think sometimes we're not really forthcoming with how we're how we're feeling when we're in that situation, oh, and yeah. we don't necessarily share it. And especially if you're somebody, it's not being a fraud to still try to be awesome with other people, because I'm a real advocate of that. I don't think that if we're having problems, we need to walk around with a glum face and bring other people down. I think we need to be honest, but I think that in the way we show up to the world, it doesn't have to necessarily represent how we're feeling inside. Mm -hmm. I don't think that'll really get you very far anyways. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're you what you were describing before. It's a little bit of the Jordan Peterson thing, which is put your own house in order first, right? Yeah. You felt that in order to start getting better, you needed to get yourself in order, right? Mm-hmm. And then you could show up better to the world is that what you're saying?
1: I always like to say it, that's definitely definitely the idea behind it. Um, thanks for talk, for quoting Jordan Peterson about that one a great book I really yeah, love Twelve yeah. rules for life I really love that yeah. but yeah clean up your own room clean your own room uh, because as I like to say you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. It's not about being a hypocrite, it's not being a fraud. It's about if you're gonna help someone out um, okay be put you put yourself in a position to help out. Don't make the, the situation worse. And because again, people resonate with authenticity. People don't care about if you're trying to be perfect, but if you're trying to help, it needs to come from a place of genuine service, a place of you have to show that you care. And for me, indeed, it was important for me to take care of all the little checks on my list. I'm like, okay, what exactly am I upset about? What exactly is upsetting me? What is making me feel so um. Again, there was a lot of self-loathing. There was a lot of insecurity. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of resentment. What was it?
0: What What did you come to? Did, uh, I mean, sometimes peeling back our the onion doesn't really work. Where you know, yes, we are layered, but mm-hmm. each layer gets sort of intertwined, and I don't think you can really ever know exactly. Yeah, you can't know everything because again, you know, there's a lot of acceptance. So I did
1: a lot of work on myself in terms of acceptance. In terms of okay, what was I angry about? You know, just um. When you have over, because I've always been an overachiever. Mm -hmm. I come from a family of overachievers. Are you a
0: perfectionist?
1: Mm, No, not really. No, not really. But I go hard. I really go hard. When I do things, I don't do things Mm half-assed. And, you know, I, especially for myself, I try to do the best I can in every situation. You know, if you want me to be here at three, I'll be here at three. And if you need me to help you move, I'll be there since 5 a.m. and I'll be the last guy to get off the truck. You know, I'll definitely be there. And at a certain point, When uh, there's no more gas left in the tank, emotionally speaking or physically speaking, and I'm still gonna try to give, 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 give. when you realize you have nothing more to give, and you have to accept that, you know what? I gotta check out right now. Talking helps. Talking is important. You know, it helps to be honest and to accept how you feel because we are a tapestry of emotions, Mm -hmm. where we have to accept that good and bad. Are intertwined, and you need to be able to recognize those variations, those peaks and valleys, and accept them. Doesn't make you better, doesn't make you worse, just makes you human. And, and that's the equation I had to solve for
0: myself yeah. over time. And if you don't communicate that with somebody, if you don't let them know that that's how you're feeling, how would they know? You'd just be coming off as like a, a grouch, you're in a bad mood exactly. versus explaining how you are. And it's really quite pleasant to see how. Generally, people respond well when we actually explain how we're feeling. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, you keep things bottled up for so long, you don't realize that all you have to do is open up and people are willing to listen. You know, you are not
0: alone yeah it's such a, a male thing i like i remember i think it was bill burr who said that you know that's why we die of heart attacks at 55 you know we just can't admit that a puppy's cute you know like, <laughs> but it's like it's so it's a, like it's true. you true you just bottle and you just keep it down and you don't want to like <laughs> you don't want to look all vulnerable you and sensitive my family has a, a going joke there. Like a, a few months ago, I admitted that I'm actually a sensitive guy. There you go. And they're there. well, we always knew that. You're yeah. the one who didn't. Doesn't admit it.
1: That's why it's always, always always important to talk shit out. You really need to let that stuff out in terms of doubt, because people again are so willing to help anybody. Anybody look to your left, look to your right. There's always maybe they can't help. Maybe they can't give you the solution, but there's always someone willing to help and listen to you and go through the process with you. It's always about just, again, genu- when people you will never hear someone bash on you when they realize that just like them, you're going to the grind just as much as And people respect people who are going along the process as well. You know, someone who's farther along the journey than you realize that, OK, he's putting in genuine work. How can I help? How can I help? How can I help? And that's something that, as entrepreneurs starting or seasoned, it's someone that a lot of people will tell you that. It's about the fact that you need to create that consistency and show up and keep going at it and keep going at it and keep going at it. You know, if I'm going to take a podcast example, you'll reach out to a guest, you'll invite them first time, second time, first email, second email, trying to call. And some people will tell you no. Some people are going to tell you yes. But you can't get discouraged every single time someone tells you no. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about creating. Can, can you show up?
0: Okay, this episode was great. Okay, do it again. You know, it's interesting that you talked about consistency there because yesterday I was near the skate park. I was, I was just uh, out and uh, I was watching these guys skateboarding and there was this one fellow. I posted him on my Instagram stories and... I must have filmed him. I only posted four, three failures and one success, but he must have failed at this trick that he was trying to do on the skateboard. He must have failed like 10 times that I was filming it. And I got to tell you, man, each time he failed, I felt like he was going to, I just saw him like he knew I was filming him Mm -hmm. and I felt him tense and then on the last one, actually, it might still be on my stories. It's a 20, I don't know if it was 24 hours ago. And the last try, man, he loosened up. Like, I just felt him, man. His whole body was loose. He just he, let go. And he was in the zone, man. I saw when him you know, in you know. the zone and he pulled the trick off. And I'm like, there it is. And I posted it on my Instagram there stories you know. as the story of, at first, Everything you're starting for the first time is difficult. If you pay attention, Mm -hmm. you get a little bit better. And if you get a little bit better and keep paying attention, you can pull it off. But that totally translates
1: into entrepreneurial mindset in terms of resilience and consistency. You need to show up again and again and again and again. Never rest on your laurels because there's always someone who's actually ready and willing To get up earlier than you to work harder than you and to put in more work than you so focus on you focus on your process focus on your journey and see what pays off but that consistency is undeniable
0: one of the things that i'm most concerned about is that there are brilliant people who you said before having self-confidence there's brilliant people who might not have the resources locked up inside of them is the possibility of doing great things but if they've never been taught self-efficacy and you know, discipline and things like that. And we know there's people walking around right here in Montreal Mm -hmm. with that, maybe lack of parenting in their life. And they want their awesome to awaken. They, they no no life feels great when you feel like you're not living up to your potential for sure. So for these people, especially young people, you know, if you're older and you haven't really sought out the resources required, then I don't know what to say to that person. But somebody who's young and feeling that way, what's the best things that they can do to awaken self-esteem, you know, self-efficacy? Like, what are a couple of things that they can just sort of say, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try and get really good at this. And... Commit to this pathway that could unlock the brilliance and the awesomeness in them. What is something? Just think back like when you were
1: stupid as it sounds. uh Uh-huh. You really, you really touched a nerve there. As stupid as it sounds, I think about when I first arrived in Montreal. Like I said, my family's not here, so I, I had to fend for myself for a lot. And how um, old were you uh, when I came here? It was in uh, two thousand one. I just came here for college. Uh, I went to uh, to Ucam, then I went to Concordia, and then I went to HEC. But in those periods, I was just living. First of all, I, I was living uh, with an aunt in Saint Michel uh, for about two or three years, and then I moved on my own in Côte d'Aenege. I had a one bedroom apartment, like no, like again. One and a half, Mm -hmm. a really, really small one and a half. And back in those days, again, the school debts had piled up. So I'm really careful of like where my spending is going because books are expensive, Mm -hmm. plus the rent, plus a full time job. I was working like, you know, 10 hour night shifts, then having to go to school full time. And then I think, oh, wow. What never what I never lost sight of is the fact that I kept telling myself, like, this is not uh, this is not the destination. This is just a chapter. This is not the destination. This is just the chapter. I don't know where I'm going yet, but I know that, first of all, um, I cannot let this these circumstances, because the first night I, I, I spent in my apartment, I was actually sleeping on the floor, because I couldn't afford like either a futon or a bed yet. I could just afford the rent, because I just moved down to my aunt's house. So I'm basically piecing things together. And we're talking about the journey. Again, it's not fun, no. but you know what? It's not the end, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, my girlfriend on my wife the first night was really fun because like she showed up when I moved in I just I had one suitcase one backpack and basically she had um, made a makeshift pillow out of like you know one of those you no know, those lumberjack jackets type mm-hmm. of thing she had stuffed it in a pillowcase that was my pillow and basically that was my first night in uh, my apartment but all this to say that what you can do is first of all change your dialogue what I'm talking about internal and external because mm-hmm. how we interact with this world. Words matter. Words have weight. Words have power. How you consider yourself, the internal dialogue you're having, chances are that's how you're going to carry yourself. I spent a really long time in high school saying, oh, I hate math. I don't like math. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. What do you you think happened? I was never good at math. Never count on me. I was saying like, you know, let me go to the national math exam and just like, okay, I'm going to kill it. Not, never happened. Never I had terrible grades in math. But parallel that with that period where you know what okay i may be leaving a one bedroom apartment and all these things are happening to me right now but you know what i'm healthy i'm good i got this it's gonna happen i'm gonna pay down this massive debt totally fine i wrote down my intentions even buying my house on the year that i bought my house was actually something i wrote down even in that period i still have that light what i call a life list Right now, I still have a copy in my, in, my, uh, in my room, just saying, okay, this is what happens when you know exactly what you want. You write down stuff. You, No matter how kooky, no matter how explosive your dreams, you need to be committed. Even if you're in the confusion and darkness and grayish area of like, how can I possibly get out of this? Trust me, you can. It so they, always,
0: can, they can write a manageable list, yes. right? Like you don't want the list to be too big. No. Because then it just gets out beyond your control. Mm-hmm. So a manageable list, yes. it's very important that they, no matter what their situation is right write now,
1: that down, is write it a it
0: daily, you write down daily goals, weekly goals, monthly is how does this look in terms I can of even time go as far as 15 years? Okay. You could actually
1: be as crazy as right now. Fifteen years, so you need to be again. It needs to be a long term goal and something you know very short term. Something as simple as like, okay, I'm gonna be on time for work for the next five days. I'm not gonna be late because you know used to be. An that's issue. important. <laughs> that's important. Something that's because everybody enjoys a little win. Mm-hmm. Everybody enjoys a little snap on the back, even if you don't get it from your boss. Why should you get it from your boss? Why can't you just tap yourself on the boss like, mm. yeah, yeah, I made it to work on time. I that's a goal. Or like, you know what? Let me lay off the Mickey D's for like, you know, for a month. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's quick, it's fun. I love their fries, not a problem, but not even talking about financial saving here. I'm just talking about the fact, you know what? Let me, I want to change my diet, you know? Let me just, what can I do? Something matters. Some really small, simple, dumb, executable, easy win. Something Mm -hmm. as simple as one push up.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking about 500. Give me just one. one. It starts with that one push-up. I have so many clients when I first start with them, I do a push-up test. If I think they have orthopedic problems and they can hurt themselves, I don't do it. But if they're, you know, fairly limber and okay, I do a push-up test. Many can't do one push-up. There you go. Three months later, it's part of the routine. There and they're cracking out like 20, uh, you know, 20 push-ups, five sets. It's, it's an incredible thing. Give me one. Yeah, give me yeah. one
1: succeed. Give me one little thing. And then you convince yourself. Okay, if I can do that. Hey, let's let's talk about Forrest Gump. Okay, if I made it this far, maybe I can go this far. If I yeah. made it down the street, maybe I can go around the block. If I can go mm-hmm. on the block, let me go to the library. If I made it to the library, let me get to the supermarket. And it just it becomes incremental. Mm-hmm. You need to trust yourself in your own process. Yeah, don't try to hit a home run on the first try. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I like the
1: manageable list,
0: man. They, Makes, I like that. Go as
1: far, like I said, make it as far as 15 years. It sounds crazy, but you underestimate what you can get done in a year. Mm-hmm. But you overestimate what you can get done in a day, mm-hmm. you know. But create that list and write it down. Really write it down. Because when you see it, you take that effort towards creating, you're visualizing what can happen, what, do you, what you genuinely want. You're not going to make it all. Mm-hmm. It probably, again, we're talking about acceptance of failure. It's not failure. Maybe you can't get it all done. Again, talking about me and my example. Okay, I'm going to publish an episode every Tuesday at 10. I've missed a few, mm-hmm. but I'm the only one who knows that. And I can accept that. But hey, it's been a very long and consistent process. And
0: I'm happy with where I am. I'm a lot farther than when I started. So do you think that it's also about evaluating what you think success is? Because I, I sometimes feel that there's a lot of anxiety around success right Mm -hmm. now i i don't know if there always was i'm trying to think back was i anxious about success I, i i i think i was but what i do notice now is that when i my phone on and I look at Instagram and I I'm just constantly exposed to the success of other people and hell I'm 51 and I can feel a little anxious from time to time when I see what other people at 51 are doing and what they've accomplished there you go. and I'm like how does somebody who's young with no experience yet no life wisdom yet um, they have wisdom for up to the the time and experience that they have presently but they don't have deeper wisdom yet they're young you know you need time and how to should they be evaluating success? differently and maybe replacing the word success with relevance maybe they feel that they're not relevant and it's not about success
1: they have to deal with the fact that as opposed to us we weren't that exposed like you said you use the word they're exposed Mm -hmm. there are you are this there are so many displays there's so many distractions there's so much look at me look at this look at that going on and all these algorithms vying for your attention um There's a lot of comparison going on. There's a lot of exposure going on and like, okay, look at me, look at me, look at me. And being so, anthropologically speaking, as a society, we are naturally, we all gather in groups. So we can only do, we can only assemble with what you know and what you aspire to. So there's a lot of comparison going on. So with that, that's why they have to deal with a hell of a lot more anxiety than than we have to because we weren't so exposed. When you went home, you went home. Okay, you dealt with the bully. You dealt with the class, the noisy, the, the PE teacher and everything. But you could get home and you could actually switch that off. Right now, it's all the time, you know, where the YouTubes and the Spotify's and the the Instagrams and stuff. So what you can do is, again, figure out. Don't say turn off your phone, dude. They no, won't, no, no, no. Nobody. I'm glad you're not going to say. Figure out <laughs> really what matters to you, like really at a core. It sounds very something really huge to ask someone so young, but. First of all, you have to accept the fact that, yeah, it's okay to try stuff out. But again, understand that these are just screens and these are just other people just promoting themselves. But again, at the core is what matters is yourself. And I'm really using a capital S yourself. What matters to you? Do you know who you are? Do you feel comfortable in who you are? Do you like yourself? Do you, did you have a good day? Did you enjoy being with you? Do you like yourself enough to, you know, yeah, good for you. I'm happy with your success. For me, success is just being able to provide for these kids and making sure that I'm a right partner to my wife. Mm-hmm. So far, in, the, in that sense, every day I'm succeeding. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the rest after. You realize I didn't even say this podcast. This podcast is a great labor of love for me. Mm-hmm. But again, if it takes away from the well-being, first of all, of my core, which is making sure that my wife and kids are provided for, at the very least, and at the end, you know, this podcast really, really, really matters to me. It's a label of love. You can't, you don't do, you won't put in two and a half years of something if you don't love it. I really do. But you have to understand what matters to you. I'm not looking at Tim Ferriss numbers. I'm not looking at Tony Robbins numbers. I'm not them. I really admire what they're putting in their mission and their statement. And, you know, definitely you try to emulate. But at the core, what matters to me and what matters to Olivier, that's really important.
0: There's a lot of territory for success, right? Yeah. There's a lot of space in there for everybody, as long as you know what you're after and oh, yeah. what your values are and what oh, yeah. means well. Well, listen, Olivier Day, Awaken the Awesome podcast. Check him out, guys. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming in here and sharing your story and Sean, being it's here. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Congratulations on everything you're doing. I've like ever since we connected,
1: I've managed to catch up on all your episodes. I really, really appreciate your journey. This is definitely a terrific platform for you to push out uh, this wonderful message of like you know trying to identify these forks in the road and bringing in all these wonderful guests. And I'm I'm such I'm so honored to be part of this uh, this, uh, this wonderful project. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great great experience.
0: Well, thank you, my man, and you guys are there have an awesome day and Olivier you have an awesome day too and awaken that awesome you too my man thank you so much thank you